Personally, I like to keep as little stuff as possible. I moved places quite a few times in my life, and every time I do so, I get rid of many things I don't really need. Maybe it's clothes I don't wear anymore. Or maybe it's books I have read and don't intend to look into again. Whatever it is, the result is that I find myself with few enough possessions that I have made a list of everything I own. Turns out most of my stuff is kitchen tools. I find that it brings me a sense of calm to have few possessions. I get the feeling that I am in control of the content of my household, instead of my stuff controlling me. This feeling touches on the movement of minimalism. Minimalism is intentional living with only the things you really need. By getting rid of the clutter, by getting rid of the shit you don't need, you create more space for the things that you really care about. In 1896 the Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto formulated what is now popularly known as the 80-20 rule. It states that in many situations, 80% of the outcomes come from 20% of the causes. We can apply this to our own lives and see that 80% of the happiness you find in relating to your household comes from 20% of the contents of it. Or that 80% of our knowledge comes from 20% of our books. So it's about time that we get rid of the remaining 80% of our stuff that adds only marginally to our lives. As this principle applies to our physical clutter, it also applies to mental clutter. We are all experiencing a constant stream of thoughts, but only 20% of these thoughts contribute to our happiness. What's more, the remaining 80% of mental clutter is taking up space that we should be using to enjoy ourselves. Think about it. The purpose of a jar stems from it being empty. How do you want to enjoy your jar if it's stuffed with shit? In the end, all of our conscious sensations boil down to one of three categories, outside our body, inside our body, or our thinking. This is everything that can be occupying us at any given time. Sometimes we will purposefully sit down with the intention of thinking about a specific thing. Or we will sit down with the intention of exploring a physical sensation inside or outside of our body. Whenever we are not making this purposeful effort however, we can simply let go of these sensations. Just acknowledge the sensation in your head, oh, that's thinking, ah, that's feeling. In this exact wording. Don't say I am thinking. It is not you who is doing the thinking. You observe the thought, that means that you are not the thought itself. This is the object-subject relationship, remember? And once you consciously acknowledge the sensation, you can imagine touching the sensation mentally with a feather. Ever so lightly. We are not resisting the sensation, but simply letting go of it. When you do so, you will create space. When you stop resisting these sensations, when you stop for a second and say to your mind, go ahead, I am listening. Then that is the moment your mind will go silent. Your mind is run by resistance. Without you adding resistance, your mind will gently roll to a halt. And that is when you will grasp real insights. If you want to grasp something, you need to let it go for a brief moment. Understanding needs space, not forceful effort. Take a break, do something else, go for a walk, and you might find that that elusive insight comes naturally to you once you least expect it. And the reverse is also true. If you want to let something go, you need to grasp it for a brief moment. You need to feel it, you need to be conscious of its existence. Ah, that's feeling. And only then you can make the conscious effort of letting it go in turn. Only then can you touch the sensation with your mental feather. Here are some concrete things to let go of. 1. Let go of taking things personally. What other people say, or how other people behave, has very little to do with you and a lot with them. When you feel offended by something that someone says, try to just notice that and be interested instead. What is happening to this other person that makes them say this? 2. Let go of what other people think. You can't know what other people are thinking. You are probably just worrying about what you think that they think. Besides, does it matter what they think? 
you won't get very far in life trying to live up to other people's expectations. Live according to your own values, no compromises, and life will unfold in front of your eyes. 3. Let go of trying to be something or someone. You are already yourself, and that is quite enough. We recently talked about identity and I know your biggest fear, and how our sense of identity boils down to the simple answer, I am me. There is nothing you have to do here. In fact, there is nothing you can do here. When you are already you, who is there to become? 4. Let go of trying to be perfect. Who wants to be friends with someone who is perfect? Nobody is perfect. People can relate much better to someone who is full of flaws, because they will feel less insecure about their own flaws. Simply be you, because that's what makes you great. 5. Let go of postponing. You are worthy of your every ambition. It's about time you start believing in that. That book you have been wanting to write? Simply start. Nobody else will write this book for you. And it will hugely add to some people's lives. You want to start your own business? Do it now. There is never going to be a good time to start. Right now is the best time that there will ever be. Don't postpone chasing your own dreams. You owe it to yourself to make them happen. 6. Let go of trying to control that what is outside of your control. A wise person does not have immutable principles and ideas. A wise person adjusts to those around them. You cannot control the people and events around you. The furthest you will ever get with that, is them agreeing to help you with something. So don't try to control the uncontrollable. Instead, clearly visualize where you want to get. Write it down. That business you wanted to start? Perfect. What steps do you need to take exactly to get where you need to be? And when an adversary strikes and your current efforts don't pay off, you can simply touch on your own creativity and find another way. Trust me, you'll be fine. I hope that the next time you move places, you don't drag all that shit with you.